Even more from behind closed doors, this is Locked on A's. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Documents, we don't need no stinking documents. Hey there, I'm Wayne Coy. This is another episode of Locked on A's. Thanks for being here. All things Oakland Athletics from an athletic supporter for my entire life. Been an A's fan since forever and a media dude for a long time too. Used to being in front of one of these. Not so much one of these, but we're getting used to it. Anyway, nice to have you here. Thanks for making us your first listen every single day. We do appreciate that if you're an everydayer. Uh, just let me know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube or hit us up on Twitter or X if you're one of those people. Or is anybody actually calling it X? Yeah, I didn't think so. No, it's Twitter. Anyway, uh, our handle is at Locked on A's. Uh, get us there. I'm, uh, I'm all about uh, responding. So if you've got some comments, let's hear from you. Love that. All right, more from uh, Wednesday's meeting of the Las Vegas Stadium Authority, of course, getting together to talk about the potential Oakland A's baseball stadium in Las Vegas. Uh, one of the documents that was released was a draft of what they call the Community Benefits Agreement, okay? Uh, and what that does is it fleshes out some of the things that the A's are supposed to do. Uh, by the way, there's nothing yet that says they have to do this. This is just basically a draft. So it doesn't mean it's going to shake out this way, but at least up to, the, to this point, okay? Items that were brought up when uh, SB1 was being debated and, and talked about and eventually passed. So the requirements laid out uh, include some of these things. Hiring quotas, of course, for minorities and women. It's pretty standard business stuff. Uh, hosting at least 17 appreciation or awareness nights or days. Okay, it's Italian American Awareness Night, whatever. Um, being invested in youth sports throughout the Las Vegas region and, of course, uh, local Las Vegas nonprofits as well. The financial commitment for the A's would basically amount to about a half a million dollars a year once ground has been broken all the way through construction until the stadium opens and then beginning the year that the Clark County bonds are issued and the stadium is open, the commitment is increased to $2 million per year. So it's half a million once the bonds are approved all the way through construction, then $2 million a year or 1% of ticket revenue, whichever is greater. And that can be cash or in-kind. And just remember, we said that it can be cash or in-kind because when that gets thrown into an agreement, Oftentimes what happens is it's, well, we supplied the blah, 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 which really costs us nothing because, you know, it's what we do. It's what we trade in. You know, it could be player appearances. It could be anything that doesn't cost actual cash. And that's okay, according to the agreement. Nothing wrong with that, but just pointing that out. Uh, in addition to the 16-page CBA draft, there was also an 80-page lease draft. Boy, I'll tell you what, 80 pages of lease uh, I'd be asleep by probably page 20. A lot of legalese, really tough, especially if you got ADHD like I do and you're trying to pay attention. It's hard. 
and believe me, the lawyers like that. That's what they do. See, they're they're counting on the fact that you're going to go ah in the middle of it and just check out. And when you do, that's when all the little fine print stuff comes in. So, you know, that's why you get a lawyer to read what the other lawyers wrote, right? Anyway, lawyers are counting on it. And uh, I think we're going to, in the interest of time, not give them their jollies today. I think we'll just uh, avoid putting you to sleep, give you a little Cliff Notes version of what was in the lease agreement. So listen, on top of the $380 million in public funding uh, that's going to be going to the A's for the uh, construction of their stadium, if indeed they come to Las Vegas, we always have to put the asterisk there. Uh, it's a 30-year lease. Rent is El Zippo. There is no rent, zero. Team keeps all revenues. It's their stadium while they're in it. The team runs the stadium, and they're responsible for any overruns in construction, uh, any losses, okay? And speaking of construction, the A say that they need to begin construction by April of 2025. So that would be your shovels in the dirt date, April 2025, if indeed they're going to be ready for opening day 2028. Not much of a mathematician, but I think that's three years to build the stadium, okay? Uh, the man of many titles, uh, who we've talked about quite often on the show here, uh, he's making bank, by the way. How, how could he not be rolling in the doughin'? And I'm talking about Steve Hill, who has his tentacles basically in every single thing involved with this whole deal. First of all, uh, it's the LVCVA, the Convention Visitors, Visitors Authority. He's in charge of that. Then there's the Stadium Authority. He's in charge of that. Then there's the not registered to be a lobbyist, but pretty much acting like one and pretty much representing the A's throughout the entire legislation and uh, the eventual passing of SB1. That's right. Steve Hill, along with Jeremy Aguero, pretty much the faces of the A's during that thing. Well, he had a lot to say uh, both during the meeting and then after. Uh, he said he has not been told when Major League Baseball will be voting on relocation. He has heard that it might be in November. I don't know where he heard that at. I mean, yeah, we've all heard that, right? Owners meetings, Texas. And unless something changes, that's kind of the dealio, okay? Uh, stadium Authority needs a contingency plan, according to Steve Hill, just in case 50, 60, 70 years down the road, uh, the A's have bolted, they, they're no longer around or they've moved to a new stadium or whatever, uh, there needs to be a plan in place, contingency plan, so that an old decaying stadium won't be just sitting there ruining the strip for everybody and then having to deal with that. So remember that timeline you brought up, 50 years. Now, keep in mind the Coliseum, what are we, 55 years for the A's plus another two, so 57, right, in Oakland? Ace President Dave Cavill was indeed there. Uh, we talked about that yesterday. He didn't speak. Um, I mean, well, he spoke, but he didn't speak officially. He was asked for comment after it was all over, and he said, uh, no can do. He said that MLB has asked him not to say anything until after the World Series. So unfortunately, because of that, he's got nothing to say. So we got nothing out of Dave Cavill. Um, the Mortensen... McCarthy Joint Venture. I think that's their official title. They worked on Allegiant. Well, they're working on this stadium too. And they gave a presentation 
of baseball stadium construction and community uh, engagement that's involved with that construction. And what was really notable was, like many of the media outlets here, whether they're online or they're on TV or on well, online or on TV, um, they chose to illustrate the project with that same two or three renderings that we saw throughout the entire procedure back in May and June. This is what your stadium's going to look like, folks. Step right up. Hurry, hurry. No line. Saves time. Try the elixir that's bound to make you feel better. Okay? The carnival barkers were working, and they had their, their, uh, their rendering for you to see. Then it wasn't long after they got the money in their back pocket that they, and I'm talking about the A's now, said, oh, you know those renderings that we showed you and then we got you to fall in love with and we showed you the retractable roof and everything. And, you know, that was like 36 acres, even though we're only going to be on nine. Um, forget that, okay? Just wad it up and throw it away. That's their words. Wad it up and throw it away. Mean nothing. They are useless, worthless, whatever adjective you want to use. We'll show you some other renderings later. But those don't, don't mean anything. Even though it's basically what got used 100% of the time during all of those legislative meetings, every single time they wanted to show you how great the stadium was, those were the pictures that they went to, even though they didn't have diddly to do with reality. Okay? That is under my craw. I'm not going to even try to hide it. It's pissed me off. And we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. But right now, I put on my happy face. Anyway, those people, um, Mortensen McCarthy, joint venture, use those same renderings, the same ones that have been used by all of these media outlets and continuing to use them, as in like this week. I've seen them over and over and over and over. I got to do it. And over. Okay. So one thing about that. They're bogus. Okay. That's the thing. And yeah, it's ticking me off, and we're going to talk about it in just a minute. But first, let's talk about something more pleasant, like Thanksgiving. This is a hell of a segue, isn't it? Well, turkey's great. We all know that. We love some turkey. But the best part of Thanksgiving dinner is the side orders. Come on now. With Ibotta, you can make sure that you get the whole family's favorite side dishes and the turkey, all while getting yourself some cash back. And everybody likes cash back. Starting November 1st for the fourth year in a row, Ibotta is giving 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. What? Yeah, they're doing it. I don't know how they do it. Uh, just add the offers in the app. That's all you got to do. And you redeem it for every single thing that you need to make your Thanksgiving feast. Okay? All you got to do is shop at your favorite retailer and then upload your receipt. That's it. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. So you can make sure that you are beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. And you know the other apps, well, they give you points. Points are fine, you know, points. But there's a big difference between points and real cash. I bought a all about the greenbacks, okay? And you can cash that stuff out too, to your bank account, to your PayPal, to your gift card. Download the Ibotta app now and use the code, ready? Here it is, it's MLB, it's that simple to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting on the 1st of November. It's coming up next week with Ibotta. All right. Not happy. 
I'm going to just be honest with you. Things are ticking me off. Hard to use the other words. So I got to use ticking. Ticking me off because, well, you'll see why. There's a theme here. There's a common thread. And it's uh, decency and it's honesty. Those are the two things that kind of go through the thread of the things that are bugging me. All right? Because the more I think about the absolute jam job that got done back in May and in June in the special session that resulted in SB1 passing $380 million in public funding acquired by John Fisher and the Oakland A's and their team, all to build a stadium at the Tropicana site, Tropicana site in Las Vegas. Well, the more I think about that, the more repulsed I am with Nevada state legislators. And I'm going to tell you why. I kind of already have a couple of times, but I want to dial in on this part. See, because Mr. Ms. Mrs. Legislator, you, you were presented with that. Nothing. A big old nothing burger. That's what you got. You didn't get any figures that any accountant worth their salt is telling you uh, are going to hold up, are going to be anywhere near reality. The numbers don't pencil out. That's the phrase that's given time and time again by accountants who got nothing to do with this. They have no horse in the race, no dog in the hunt. They're just looking at what's been presented and saying, well, look, what you presented versus reality, there's a big disconnect there. But, oh, don't, don't let that hold you back, Mr. Mrs. Ms. Legislator, because apparently you didn't need anything because you had some pretty renderings. You know, those renderings that showed you that big old space there with the beautiful stadium with the retractable roof. And my guess is those were drawn up for either the festival grounds or the Rio site, hell, maybe even Oakland at the Coliseum at one point. Probably not because the MGM Grand is in there, which is another bunch of crap. It wouldn't face that way anyway. You get the airport behind you. Okay, nine acres, that's what you got. You're not buying it, you're renting it. You were going to buy at the Wild Wild West site, remember? Until the union came to you and said, okay, go ahead work with those people that we don't like, and then you're going to have a hard time with us. Culinary Union, after a year of tinkling glasses with the A's, pretty much said, that site's not going to work for us if you want to work with us. So they end up at the Tropicana. They're not buying the land. They're not paying rent. We already covered that. So Bally's is giving them nine acres and keeping the rest of what is, I think, a 36-acre site. Okay. But that's not what you saw in the picture. What you saw in the picture was bull. But don't let that stop you. You watch that thing get put up on a screen over and over again. And yet you look the other way. You saw numbers that didn't add up. You saw pictures that weren't even real. You had a governor telling you that all the other things that were so important, like education, got tabled, didn't get voted on. But yeah, let's have a special session to jam this thing through. So, you know, I'm already hacked because of what's happening to the city 
of Oakland and the East Bay and the A's fans that have supported that team for 55 years, even though they've had the, the worst ownership in the history of baseball, even though that's been happening, even though they basically have been abused and treated like wicked stepchildren the entire time. That already bugged me. And what bugs me more is you're going to take the crap you've been pulling in Oakland and you're going to come here to Vegas and pull the same stuff, but maybe even worse. And Vegas is either so stupid or so thirsty that they can't do anything except say, yeah, sure, go ahead. Because you're going to throw some fat in there for me, right? We're going to go in the back room. We're going to work a little deal. And then I'm going to get what I want, right? You had people that were questioning the A's, uh, specifically Dave Cavill. Donato, right? Had him, grilled him. What are you going to do? Are you going to pay taxes? Are you going to pay the entertainment tax? You didn't answer my question. Why can't you answer my question? Why can't you stick to your, uh, you know, street that you were walking on? That's what I would say. Because amazingly, like two days later, flippity flop, hippity hop, I'm dancing to a new drummer. Because you got stroked in the back room. That's why. I'm not happy. My job is, you know, to talk about baseball and where baseball, specifically Oakland A's baseball, is headed right now is more of the same over and over again. Don't be fooled by the crap. And now what bothers me even more is that the A's, with no concrete blueprint, no plans whatsoever, no numbers that jive, None of that matters. The barometer for your vote has nothing to do with that. It's not the stadium renderings. It's not the fact that they admitted that they're they're not even real. You can just wad them up and throw them away. Let's let's just vote it. Let's just vote it through. Sure. Here's your money. What do I care? By the time the thing gets built, I'm probably not going to live here anyway. I'll have moved back to San Diego or wherever I'm from. And I'll be able to look back and go, yep, I got to hang out in the suite and eat some really good food with the Dave Cavill and the A's because they took care of me. And you saw that on parade at that meeting last night. Don't believe me? Go watch the after-the-meeting uh, coverage from the news. Pay special attention to a certain person, Peter Guzman, who was sitting just two away from Dave Cavill, if you noticed and also our state treasurer, who now all of a sudden is Team Oakland A's. Um, did you hear what he was saying? Oh, John Fisher's a great guy. Talked about his family. Almost had me in tears. Dave Cavill, super fella. Doing all the right things. Joining all the chambers of commerce, that, that's, that's a step in the right direction. Okay. So I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out legislators. I'm calling you out Oakland A's. I'm calling you out Stadium Authority Board, Steve Hill, Jeremy Aguero. It stinks to high heaven and it's only getting worse. So pedal to the metal. I'm not letting up. And believe me, this roar is going to continue all the way through. Major League Baseball owners, you are completely on blast right now because you're about to either rubber stamp this thing and put it through or... Surprise, surprise, take a second and actually think about what you're doing and say the same thing I'm saying, which is, where's the beef? Show me real. Show me a real plan. Now, I know right after the World Series, we're going to get some beautiful renderings. You bank on that. The A's are very good at renderings, which is why I'm kind of shocked that they're still using the ones that never meant anything and, you know, to begin with. 
but they're, they're good at it. I've seen them, you know, we saw them for the college site. We saw them for San Jose. We saw them for Fremont. They're good at that. So you'll see some pretty pick pictures, but there's a whole list of other questions that if there's any morality, like I said at the very outset of the segment, if there's a moral compass that's guiding this whole process, then you better damn well see the people, the other owners take more than five minutes to go, yeah, this is cool. I'm good with it because I might want to do it too someday. So just in case, I'll say yes. Because then you're the same as the legislators. And I got no use for you. So I'm not only calling you out, but I'm calling out some other people too who uh, could just not give up on these renderings. Fox 5, Las Vegas, as recent as yesterday. Putting it up, I mean, not just up, but up. Jacqueline standing in front of this massive screen that shows you a bull stadium that never existed or was going to exist. It's all right. Who cares? Just, just follow along here. Nothing to see. So Fox 5, uh, LV Sports Biz, I want to give you credit, Alan Snell, because a couple people reminded you that, hey, this, these renderings aren't, uh, they aren't real. So stop using them. I was one of those people. And lvsportsbiz.com stopped. In fact, they printed uh, a paragraph uh, as to why they were no longer going to be using them. Because they're bogus. That's why. Sports Business Journal, you're still using them. Las Vegas Issues, I saw them on your site. Uh, KTNV, Channel 13, Las Vegas, using the bogus renderings. As uh, was Brian uh, Horwath from uh, KTNV. And Las Vegas Review Journal, of course. And we've talked about them before. The RJ, just, they love those renderings. I think we're up to, what, 14 different uses in the last six weeks? And you may say, well, that doesn't mean anything. It's just, come on, Wayne, you're making a big deal about nothing. It's not true. Because looking at those pretty pictures sure played well for the legislators, didn't it? This is what we're voting on. This is what we're going to get. It's outstanding. Look at the MGM Grand. Wow. That's a low price. Oh, my God. Okay. So the public sees this because they watch the news because they go online. They're on Twitter or X. They're seeing the renderings, too, over and over and over and over and over. It's called propaganda. There's no place for that in this story. Okay. Oh, it'll, it'll be there. But people that are in a position to blow a whistle and say something about it need to. Casey Pratt, you better be all over this. Brody Brazil, I want to hear you talking about it. CBS Radio, I want to hear Ken Rosenthal. I want to hear David Sampson. All of them talking about the absolute joke of a dog and pony show that this thing has already been. And how effective it's been. That's the real joke. You got lied to right to your face. They told you what you wanted to hear. You nodded your head and said yes, gave them their money. And now if the Major League Baseball owners do the same thing or the public buys in for the same reasons, it's propaganda at its best. You bought it. Hook, line, and sinker. Well, I hope you're not feeling as sick about all this as I am. And if you are, legitimately sick, here comes the segue. 
jacemedical.com. Yes, our friends at Jace. With the Jace case, they want you to know all about that. It's antibiotics that are going to take care of you. They're going to make you healthy. If you got something bugging you and you're out there on a road trip or you're on vacation with your family and you're starting to get sick, you got your Jace case. You're good, right? You're going to get on with the professionals from Jace Medical. They're going to go through the whole thing with you. They're going to ask you the important questions. They're going to make sure that you get the medicine that you need after a little quick call. Board certified physician takes care of you. You get a professional pharmacy to deliver that medicine to you and you're good. You're absolutely good. And you get ongoing consultation and care as well from Jace. And by the way, it's not just Jace for you. It could be Jace for any of your family members, your friends, your coworkers with a Jace gift card. Buy a gift card for a family or a loved one, and that way they can get their own Jace case too. JaceMedical.com, and I'm going to give you a code. It's locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at J-A-S-E medical.com. Get your Jace case. Okay, so I've, I'm going to wrap up kind of where I'm at with the powers that be, the PTB, by just asking some questions, okay? Uh, how do you justify anything that's happened up to this point? I mean, seriously, justify it. Don't, don't give me an excuse. Like, really tell me why this is the right thing to do. I want, I want to hear that. Um, legislators, were you all aware that you voted for pie in the sky and empty promises and no factual information? Did you know that already? Or was it just like you found out later and now you're like, oh, crap, I can't believe I voted for that. Steve Yeager, I'm talking to you. In the process, Nevadans, Las Vegans, Clark County residents have been put out to dry. And you're complicit in all of that. You had something to do with it. So how do you look yourself in the mirror? How do you sleep at night? Those are two questions I'm going to ask you. And hinted at it, but maybe I'm not hinting. Maybe I kind of mean it. What was in it for you? How'd you get your back scratched to get this thing that's empty to this point? While other people, and we watched it in Living Color yesterday, there, there are a couple individuals that we've already mentioned on this show who are pocketing the cash, playing every possible side of the three-card money game so they can get their money. And where are they going to be on a Wednesday night against the Pittsburgh Pirates when there's 1,000 people at the stadium? How can Major League Baseball allow John Fisher and the A's to continue to abandon a loyal fan base that's been there for all these years so that they can continue revenue sharing? Okay, it'd be one thing, I guess, if you're stepping into this mountain of money and this fantastic opportunity. That's not what's really happening. It might be what was on that piece of paper, but sorry, that's market 10. This is market 40. That's one of the biggest markets in the country. This will be the smallest Major League Baseball market. So what's up? That's all I'm saying. What's up? You're probably tired of hearing it from us all. But we're not blind, okay? We can see. And what we see is bull. And if this weren't a family show, I'd have a few, few more things to say to you. It's wrong. It's just wrong. And I, again, I don't, know, I don't know how you sleep at night basically uh, become, unfortunately, a codependent relationship there in Oakland. 
I was raised by an alcoholic. It's kind of the same thing. Oh, daddy's off the rails again. Mom's had a few too many. Dave Cavill's rooted in Oakland. It's the same thing. You can't believe a word that's coming out of their mouths. And they don't care about you. That's, that's the real correlation. The end of it all, all they care about is themselves, really. You're just, uh, you're shrapnel. That's what you are. So, owners vote no. That could happen, I guess. Schools over stadiums could get their referendum on the ballot, even though they're being sued. The teachers are being sued. And I understand we heard this today online that uh, the union, teachers union, isn't necessarily down with the pack, with the uh, schools over stadiums people. At the end of the day, who cares? If you get the signatures on the ballot, then it goes to Joe Sixpack, who may or may not you know, be a union sympathizer or even care. Okay. What they care about is what they're told and what they believe. And what they're going to be told is a billionaire is being given $380 million of public money so he won't have to spend it. So he can have a stadium that they're saying is going to cost $1.5 billion, probably ends up more like three. And where's that money coming from? And oh, by the way, they're not paying rent and they get all the money that comes through and the revenue. And Okay. That's reality. And if that reality gets on the ballot and you live in Nevada and you got any kind of a brain and you look at that and you go, hold up, whether it goes to the teachers or not, can we at least have an opportunity for it to go to the teachers? Because at this point, it isn't. Last I checked, the state of Nevada's uh, rankings in education, pretty piss poor. Okay. They just are. They're bad. So how, how is it we have all this Revenue that we can just throw out, taxpayer revenue, bonds. Yeah. Okay, and there's a wild card. It's a Hail Mary, of course. And I almost don't even believe I'm bringing it up, but it's out there. It's the longstanding antitrust exemption that baseball currently enjoys. That's currently being challenged in the lower courts, but they're saying predictably it's going to end up at the Supreme Court. If somebody doesn't take a check from Major League Baseball along the way, but if it does get there and the people are principled and they say we're going to fight this fight because it's not just about us, and I think they're like in some small markets, but it's not just about us, it's about everybody. And the unfair advantage that Major League Baseball has been able to uh, take advantage of, and now they're holding up community after community at gunpoint. Talking to you, Milwaukee. Hello, Kansas City and on and on to the break of dawn. Chicago, your White Sox, I heard about that. And of course, it's playing out right in front of our eyes in Las Vegas. So antitrust would change everything because then Major League Baseball is going to have to get its house in order. And one of the first things is everything should be done in the best interest of the game. And I'm sorry, but if you put the truth out there, the truth is local ownership in Oakland to keep that team there, whether it's Joe Lacob or somebody else, that's the real answer. And then if Vegas wants to get into the baseball game, let them pony up an expansion fee and get their own team. Lord knows they've supported the Golden Knights. I'll give you that. And when an NBA team gets here, they're going to kill. It's going to do great. Baseball, I'm not so sure because of the length of the season and the schedule and the number of games. And also the facility, where's it going to be? Because I don't think that's the place for the stadium. But uh, we'll see how it all plays out, of course.
I don't have a crystal ball and I'm not quite clear any of this is going to happen before or after the monkeys fly out of my butt. But anyway, on a happier note, there's a guy who used to play baseball in Los Angeles, and then he ended up his career playing baseball in Oakland, who has roots in the Bay Area, and he's certainly a friend of the athletics, and he's just announced that he's hanging it up. His name's Dusty Baker. He made it official. He is indeed retiring, as we speculated here on the show that he would. In addition to his long career as a player, what a career as a manager, 26 seasons. Chicago Cubs, Washington Nationals, Cincinnati Reds, San Francisco Giants, and, of course, the Houston I can't even say their name. So Astros manager, okay? He did great, won a World Series with them uh, back in 2022, last year. So, Dusty, thank you for a great career. I'm pretty sure you're a Hall of Famer. If you don't get in as a player, you'll get in as a manager, and hopefully you'll get in for both. I mean, three pennants, oh, 2,183 wins, seventh all-time, 2022 World Series champion. I mean, I think there's enough there, right? Go get them, Dusty. And I like the fact that you're doing this now. He likes to sing. He likes to cook. He likes to chew on a toothpick. Let him do all of that. We'll see who the Astros end up getting as a manager. Hey, this date in history, we got to tell you what happened. It's back in 1971. Guy was on the cover of Time and Newsweek and Sports Illustrated. He was a phenomenon. I got to watch it up close as a young, impressionable man, young man, at the Coliseum rooting the A's on. And that place, let's say they drew 6,000 on a Thursday night with pick a pitcher, Catfish Hunter. Okay, Friday night, or even like on a Tuesday night, if Vita Blue was pitching, well, you can double or even triple the attendance figure. And it wasn't just in Oakland. Uh, he was a phenomenon. Everywhere he pitched, people showed up because he was electric. He started the All-Star game. He was young. He was vibrant, represented the youth so well. He won the Cy Young on this date in A Street, 1971, October 26th. 98 to 85 was the final vote over the Tigers' Mickey Lolich. But what a year for that fireballer from Mansfield, Louisiana. He finished up 24-8. and His ERA was only 1.82. He struck out 301 batters with his blue blazer, and he was something else. It was very, very sad to have to say goodbye to Vida, I think much too young this year, but he left a mark. He's in the A's Hall of Fame for a great reason. He's one of ours. We're going to be very proud of him, always. And today was a big day for him back in 71. Happy birthday to a former A, and that would be right-handed starter Gil Heredia. Not so long ago, 1998 to 2001, he had uh, the better part of like three and a half to four seasons. Not Frankie Valley in the four seasons, four seasons. He won 38 games for the A's and some big ones too as they were uh, having that great year in 01. Native Arizonan, he's from Nogales. Salute. And he's celebrating his 58th birthday today. Happy birthday to Gil Heredia. Hey, tomorrow, World Series Game 1. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for some actual baseball. I'm like, as you can tell, a little fried thinking about all this stuff that's going on with the, the legal maneuvering and the stadium stuff. It's going to be good to just stop it, turn the brain off, and, and watch the uh, World Series. Rangers against the Diamondbacks in Arlington, Globe Life Field. Your pitchers are Zach Gallen for Arizona, and Nathan Uvalde for Texas. Ought to be a good one. 
I'm going to be watching. I bet you will be too. And I hope you'll be right back here again. Again, if you are a first timer, let us know. If you're an everydayer, let us know. Uh, make sure that you like and subscribe. Of course, that means a lot to us. And thanks for making it all the way to the end of the episode. If my spittle came flying through the camera, I apologize uh, about that much. But yeah, I'm a little hot under the collar the way this whole thing's going down because I care about people and I care that people get treated fairly. I think it's, it's only right. So we'll get back here again tomorrow because we do this every day. It's Locked On A's, your official athletics podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Wayne Coy. Till next time, you keep on swinging.